This is for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Josh Saunders. And this is for the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast. Over 40 years of playing PlayStation 8, plus years in that games media combined. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time on YouTube and 8am on iTunes, Spotify and other podcast services. If you'd like to be a part of future conversations, please join us on Facebook, Discord, comment below. If you're feeling generous, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash popculturist. Head over there, check out the tiers, might be something there that interests you. If you do support us on Patreon, you can watch us record this show live whenever we get around doing it. And if you want to show support for Pop Cultures on your body, head to popcultures.com slash shop. We can buy shirts like this and other assorted shit with our logos on it. I'm still waiting for you to return my shirt. Oh, it's in my. It's all nicely folded in my laundry basket. It has been room. for about four weeks now. Yeah, I'll bring. I'll bring it in here. <laughs> uh, we are also on a Twitch, Twitch.tv/slash/thepopcultures. And this week we are doing our money in the bank predictions for WWE using 2K20 to predict those outcomes for us. Wow. And if it's if it's anything like previous years, Sonya Deville, who's not even in this match, will win money in the bank because last two times Sonya Deville has just won. She won the Rumble. She mm. won the Elimination Chamber. Mm. Despite not being in the Despite match. not being in either of them. Oh. <laughs> that just goes to show the calibre of her talent. She's that extreme. As an athlete. Yes. <sighs> How are you, man? Unwell. If you haven't noticed, I'm not well. Yeah. At the moment. We did have a discussion this morning. You are like, oh, cause yesterday, we we're, were going to record yesterday. I was like, hey, can we record in the other? Uh, um, the wife and I are going to go see Avengers, finally. The first time we've seen a movie together without child since solo which was what march of last year a long time ago long time ago and for a movie not worth it yeah no <laughs> i completely agree <laughs> what a waste uh thankfully Avengers was really good and you're like yeah i can't record this afternoon because i'm dead yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was bedridden pretty much all day yesterday yeah and this morning you're like we can just cancel it i'm like hang on a second <laughs> I say those these words have must not be spoken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't skip episodes, Mike. Uh, could skip them all the time. Like, yeah, <laughs> here I am. We're doing it. It's fine. We're here. So apart from dying in the face, how's things? If I hadn't already done the news on Friday, I probably would have gone. Yeah, let's skip this episode. <laughs> it was already done. It's already done the hard it's yards. Ready to, the hard part's done, so it's fine. It's good. So apart from your face pain, how you been? All right. Done. What's the PC gamer this week? PC gamer this week? Mm. Ooh. Mm. I bought a new monitor. Oh, shit. Uh, Samsung uh, UHD 4K LED. That's better than your actual TV. One millisecond response time, all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah. And I got my two monitors set up again. This is all for classic WoW. Fifteen. As we old, discussed last a week. A 15-year-old game, which, you know, doesn't have a release date or a beta yet. <laughs> but it's coming... <laughs> In the next couple months. So what have you been? What have you been playing to test that you need sexy screen? Uh, well, <laughs> just get back in the swing of it, you know. Consolidate my finances, like my gold, to buy mm-hmm. game. See if I have enough to buy game time with the gold instead of money. Um, playing Super Giant's new game, mm-hmm. Hades. Mm-hmm. You know the guys did like Bastion, Transistor, yes, yes, Pyre. Because yes. um, it's on the Epic Store in early access. It's like a... Oh, the Epic Store. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh. Uh, I, I need to say something. Okay, yeah, go ahead. And this is very hypocritical, but I need to... 
own up to some things that I've said. Okay. Because I also formatted my computer. Yes. Like wiped the hard drives clean, started all over again. Was, you know, it had been that way years for a few years. Just, just years, yeah. you know, I blew out the fans, cleaned the hard drives, all that. When it comes to like downloading the games I wanted to play, all these launches fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. <laughs> they Consistently. All, Origin, Steam, uh, <laughs> EA, Bethesda, and Epic Games. <laughs> Oh, I'm downloading. I was like, "This is fucking stupid." I'm logging into all of them. I'm gonna play this game now, and then this launcher has to open up, and then the computer's like, "I got five launchers running, man. What? Can you just close like two of them?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, it's a bit okay. It's, yeah. a, it's a bit annoying, but anyway." For, I, for all that time, we've been bitching, mm, like, mm. "Would you guys go nuts?" Oh, and the Blizzard launcher, of course. Oh, so, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was annoying. But Hades is good. Think of it like an isometric. Mm-hmm. Like Diablo style, mm-hmm. Dead Cells, kinda. Aye. It's a roguelike um, where you're the son of Hades trying to escape the underworld. I like it. So as you, you know, as you go through the these le- procedurally generated levels, mm-hmm. you gain um, like upgrade gems. You eventually you're going to die because you're not powerful enough to get any further. You go back, spend your gems, upgrade your things, push a little bit further. Similar to... That's what roguelikes are. Yeah. It's um, all about re- that repeating it and running Yeah, yeah. Again. Is um, it um, randomly generated or is yes, it... Yes. Procedurally generated. Yeah. yeah. So you fight like where I'm up to. I'm up... I've gotten up to the first boss and she fucking whooped me. Um, so the room's layout changes. Mm-hmm. Um, what enemies are in each room changes. Um, you choose from four different weapons and then you can get like different skills to do cool shit with them and it's good. It's very good. Big fan. I'm, like, I'm a huge fan of Supergiant. Um, well, Pi was your game of the year last year, wasn't it? Pi was my game of the year last year. Uh, but Hades, I don't know when that's coming to console. Because yeah. Epic Games have let them do the early access where they can kind of build it over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was 20 bucks. I'm like, I like Supergiant. I'll, I'll buy it twice. When it eventually comes to console, I'll buy it. Um, it's good. I love Supergiant. It's like one of my favourite studios. So, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. But yeah, having the that new monitor is um, yeah. Well, if you, you should uh, rec- put the uh, PS4 on a bad boy. Yeah, I could do that too. Um, but my desk is real tidy at the moment. Oh, okay. You know, it's just the keyboard, the mouse, and the monitors. The monitors are even on like little bamboo placemats just because oh. it looks nice. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I was playing Hades with the Xbox controller. Mm-hmm. It's just plug and play. Yep. It's good. Yeah. Oh. And wow. But that's it. Well, I mean, because like, uh, not saying there's anything wrong with your TV and your laptop. I've seen your TV. In the oh, no, the TV's it's, fucking. It's, brand. it's the model below yours. Yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah, because yours does four. Mine does four K. Yeah, mine doesn't. Yeah, exactly the same TV, just doesn't do four K. Because I have like, I'm, I'm noticing mine. Like I said, like, the this morning I was playing in here on the TV that's in here, and this TV is a newer model. It is smaller, but it's one of those things. I'm like, man, the colors are better on this TV. Yeah, but like, this chest sucks balls, and I like the couch. Yeah. That's what I also really enjoy the couch. But, you know, in the lead up to Classic Wow, I need to get myself a new keyboard and mouse. I need one of those. Um, I think it's Razor Mouse. It has mm-hmm. the extra buttons on the side. There's a lot of spells and stuff like that. Macros to make, mm-hmm. add ons to download. Do you reckon that but you. But I also need a chair. Because oh. I have some like $30 Officeworks chair and it just wrecks my back. <laughs> I, I smoke more just so I can stand up for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something I've been thinking about as well. Like, Because although ideally it'd be cool to have like 
you know, some pimp and purple chairs in here. Mm. But then thinking about it, I'm like, oh, that's, they're probably really uncomfortable. Kids get, mm. just, like, I don't have the money, but it'd just be nice to have ergonomic chairs in here. Yeah. But that isn't ergonomic Yeah, chair, but just the it? gas is wrecked in it. Oh, okay. So, like, oh, as I said, thankfully, thankfully, I've, I've managed to work out if I sit on it, like, right on the edge like this, like, I'm not entirely on the chair. Uh, okay. It doesn't put the pressure on the thing, which is negates the whole po- point of an ergonomic chair. Yes. Because now you're just putting that pressure on your back to stay straight. Correct. Mm. Uh, so the gas is going to... Mm. Okay. And I have, we have another, one, I have another one of these, like, $20 fuckers from Officeworks. Yes, but for the hour that I sit here. Yeah, yeah, for yeah me, fine, that yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. But for you... Because I sit game. here and I'll edit in here and I'll play some, play some in here. and yeah. I spend a lot more time in here than I, than, I would, than I kind of thought I would. Need a rocking chair. Yeah. Rocking chairs are dope. So if there's anyone that, want, that has, like, nice purple racing chairs and wants to get involved... <laughs> We'll um we'll happily pimp whatever that is. We'll suck we'll suck that chair dick. But I'm, uh, I'm going all out. I like I want I want to put like neons under my desk and stuff like that. You know how people oh, have like those cool blue a, lights like a proper like gaming station. Yeah, I want to have a proper gaming station. Very nice. Just for classic wear. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, because I was gonna say like if you need a new keyboard or a new mouse, I'm sure we could. Uh, if you want to, there's a very specific something. mouse I want though. Okay. Because I've looked at a lot. And only the Naga Trinity. The Razor one? The Razor one's mm. kind of what... I'm like, that's pretty much what exactly what I want. Because so I looked at all these other ones, they only have like two buttons and stuff. Yeah, I think mine's got two. The Naga Trinity has like three different I got plates. Logitech G703. Yeah, I used to have one that had nine buttons on the side. Mm. And it eventually broke because I used to slam it on the desk when I got mad. <laughs> <laughs> and this this one has, I think, 12. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Um, Keyboard, I don't know, but I want one that has like lights, uh, like customizable well, LEDs. Do you want me to look around? Yeah. Oh, so I can see what I, can <laughs> I don't know how to review a fucking keyboard. But <laughs> me either. <laughs> but like the mouse makes sense. It'd be like, you know, this is I play WoW and this is designed for WoW, and let's mm. see if it makes my WoWing better. Mm. It will. That's You've got cool. 15 years of WoWing. Mm. We can make it work. That's a long time. Make it work. That's half my life. Yeah. Well, because funny, because as I just as I said, we went to Avengers, like. I was thinking about on the drive home. I'm like, a third of my life has been watching the uh, watching Marvel movies. Mm. So it's very nice to sort of have it all wrap up. And be like, mm. yeah, it's a big deal. And now the milking starts. Yeah, is and that the, right? Yeah. Yep. Is that kind of how it's looking? Well, it looks to be that way. Well, because you know, like even Star Wars. Because right? now it's time for a new generation to get into it. Yeah. Even though, and like some of the like, obviously there are some more people that are coming back. Like Thor's signed on. For, like Chris Evans signed on for two new movies. Um, he made the joke about the Asgardians of the uni- of the galaxy. Uh, That'd be cool. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so I think like like there's a big Disney announcement the other week. They're like, "Hey, we're doing another three Star Wars movies." Like, oh. yeah, but didn't like six months ago they said, "Yeah, we're pulling back on yeah. Star Wars." Yeah, and they, then they released the big they put out the big release schedule and just like, un- untri- you know, untitled Star Wars movie, untitled Star Wars movie, untitled Star Wars movie. Lion King looks dope though. What's that? Lion King. Oh, looks do I still dope. try it for Aladdin? Yeah, I've turned around on that one. What you mean? You're excited for yeah. it? Yeah. Why? I don't know. What changed? I've uh, I never actually yeah. watched the trailer in full. I just looked at the oh. genie. I'm like, that sucks. And then I watched the trailer. Then I saw the trailer at the cinema, mm. and they played like you know, a whole new world and Prince Ali. They're getting you on the music. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like it's it's total nostalgia that's running my interest in Aladdin right now. But it's totally working. Like it's not an issue of me like, oh maybe I'll go check it out like. Yeah, it's my being. Because I said I didn't see Beauty and the Beast. I thought Beauty and the Beast was good. Everyone, so, a lot of people shat on it. I thought it was. Yeah, good. so I didn't see Jungle Book either. 
Jungle Book's pretty good. Look, too. I haven't seen any of the live action redos. Okay. Either Cinderella, none of them. Okay. So I haven't been burned by them yet. Mm. So, I haven't been burned yeah. by them, but I, th- I thought they were acceptable. Yeah. I, I enjoyed them. So like, Lion King will still be cool. That's been yeah. out for a little while. Yeah. And Aladdin is probably the one that's going to be. Because Aladdin is pretty good. Dumbo. Like, yeah, fuck Dumbo. They've had to, like, the movie will be half its original length because of all the racism they've had to cut Because <laughs> <laughs> you watch that movie now and you're like, oh boy. <laughs> I watched the video the other day where, uh, um, uh, I think it was a comedian who was like, yeah, I took my kid to watch Dumbo. I'm like, yeah, this Dumbo should be sweet. And I'm like, oh fuck, this is very much a Tim Burton movie. All right, let's go. Like, <laughs> 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 up and out. <laughs> Shit got dark. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I myself have not played a whole bunch. Actually, I played literally <coughs> almost nothing except for the t- 15 minutes, not even, of Days Gone that I played before we came in here. That's okay. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's just that I, it was one of those things as as, as we're getting ready. You weren't here yet. And I was getting ready, getting the room ready. Mm. And I was talking to my, my wife. I went, hey, Millie, have I played PlayStation this week? She goes, oh, let's, let's break down the days. And she goes, but you, done that, you did that. Thursday you did this and she's like nah I'm like, oh my god <laughs> I hate myself <laughs> where'd my time go <laughs> yeah well that's an interesting of what we've been playing yeah yeah that's about it mm-hmm. yeah day's gone still cool I'm up to a little boss guy yeah you got smashed I got wrecked mm. well actually no so I eliminated half his health without him even seeing me mm. and then I was and then I'm trying to stalk him mm. and he's dismissing so they're like, oh, let's bring him out. And they're like, oh, fuck! And then it's just the pressure of being watched by me. <laughs> yeah, did, like, did. How's Ryan playing? Really badly. Well, because I'm like, oh, Josh is here. We probably start recording soon. Oh, fun, that died. Oh, well. I'll give it another go. Cool. But that is what we've been playing. So now it's time to talk about the things that happened this week in a section we call Inform the Players. We tell you before PlayStation News happened this week. Please excuse me. I will read these the best I can. <clears throat> Actually, maybe it's better if... You read them. I can read them. No, I'll read them. Well, if your throat's all fuckery, dudes, I don't want... want. We'll take it in turns. How about that? All right. Because I'm excited. Yeah, because this is is up right here. Monster Hunter World's Iceborne expansion finally has a release date on console, set to come out on the PS4 and Xbox One on September 6th. It will come out on PC a couple months later than that. The trailer gives us a glimpse at a brand new snowy biome, along with a fight against an antlered moose-like monster, which sets which seems like an icy take on Duramboros. I don't know what that is. Previous monster, I assume. Mm. And a shark-like monster with a razor horn that can burrow into the ground. We also saw a return of, a return of a previous monster hunter, monster Na- Nagakuga. I think I get those kind of beans at the coffee shop. <laughs> as well as a new elder dragon called Valkana. Finally, the end of the trailer shows your palico using what appears to be a new ability that allows it to revive you. Uh, not a lot of hard details yet that was came out during State of Play, which we're going to cover yep. later. <clears throat> but a live stream is expected to have more information. Capcom also announced that Monster Hunter World has shipped 12 million copies, making it their best-selling game ever. Now, I, I believe that, that Capcom were doing their own live stream after State of Play. Mm. So I, I think may have given about a bit more info. Okay. I didn't watch it, though. Cause Either did I. Monster Hunter. Yeah. What do you mean... Well, it, I tried it and then I got burnt and then got bored. And, but for you, this is rad. So is this Did right you watch to see the trailer? Yeah, of course it's a trailer. It looks fantastic. It looks brilliant. Right? Yeah. Like that big fucking moose thing, it looks awesome. Yeah. Um, like my original, when I was watching it and I I, so I picked up was Monsanto pretty quick. Mm. And then the snow, I'm like, are they going to do like Frozen Wilds? Like, as you know, I know they've done Horizon in the past, but are they going to bring in like a Thunder Draw or something? Uh, that would have been cool, actually. That would have fit right in. Even just a reskinned Anjanath. Yeah. As a thunder, like the T-Rex one as a Thunderjaw would be cool. Uh, but no, this looks good. This just looks really good. Although, oh, yeah. So speaking of Horizon Zero Dawn, I did download it. I did buy it, the complete edition, 
on the PSN sale for like oh. 12 bucks. I want to play it. What a steal. That's it was both DLC as well. Yeah, so that's crazy. I want to play it. Um, yeah, it looks good. My concern is there's like towards the end of Monster Hunter, especially when you're in the end game, which I was for about 100 hours. <laughs> um, just, just touch. There's a lot, a lot of muscle memory. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of like shortcuts, you know, and you know, obviously your weapon combos and all that kind of stuff. Big, big thing to kind of just walk back into a year mm. later. I did play it again briefly last month, um, but I started again. So I think leading up to this, probably the week before release, I'm just gonna have to play Monster Hunter. Yeah, and just get. We're going until September, so it's now yeah, what the twelfth of May. <laughs> plenty of time, um, but it looks great. I'm excited. Yeah, like and four months. You know, it's just cool to see what is essentially the birth of a new franchise, like in the West. Yeah, because Monster Hunter never really picked up over here true Monster Hunter's been around for a very very long time it's 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 in no way a new I think it's franchise. 15 years yeah 15 it's huge I, like, I remember, playing, I remember hearing about it on like Game Boy and shit yeah <laughs> um, but it's, it's nice that it's finally received the big push here mm. in, in the west and it's moving to be something right like there was a, a there was a really big surge of interest around Monster Hunter Try mm. one on the Wii remember mm. that being pretty popular yeah um, but because it was on the way, there's no way it made. But the same I think what's yet. even more like what's really helped the success is just the post-game support. Yeah, the amount of shit <clears> they've <throat> added to this game over the last year and a bit, especially the Witcher crossover, which is what I played through a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. which is amazing. The amount of effort that went to that was incredible. Um, and yeah, just free, just free shit, free updates, free costumes, free crossovers. You know, you've got Street Fighter, Horizon, Final Fantasy. And more that I probably don't even know about, um, but it's just that kind of post game. <coughs> There's a Mega Man, <coughs> Mega Man, just that post game support, which is just you don't see a lot anymore. Yeah, um, I don't even know. I'd assume Iceborne is a paid expansion though. I'm assuming it is. Or yeah, I'd assume it is. But I'll, like, I'll talk to with that. everything that's been no no that's <laughs> not what I was getting at. But with everything that's been given so far, it's been free. Yeah, that's been free. You know, this is adding a whole new. Is this a new part. region? Yes. Oh, even better again. Yeah. So I think it's worthy of actually being called an expansion. Yeah. And you pay for it because there are just so much shit to do. Um. So that's very exciting. That's very cool. The goodwill up until this point has been been nothing but great. Yes. Number two. EA Access is finally coming to PS4 this July. The service go- the service gives players access to a library of EA games, including franchises like Battlefield, FIFA, Madden, Star Wars Battlefront, and more. In addition, subscribers can access EA's Play First trials, where they can play up to 10 hours of new games. EA Access also grants a 10% discount on full EA game purchases, expansions, and in-game items. It's available 5 bucks a month or $30 a year and can be purchased through the PSN. Sounds like a good service. Well, it's been on the Xbox for a while. Like, yeah. Remember when I bought my Xbox? It came with the little little the theme of Doodle. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll put this in. Didn't. But, <laughs> like, because it's one of the things, there's not a lot of EA games that really intrigue me. Yeah. No, I get that. But if you're a Battlefield and a Star Wars fan. Yeah, but the 10 the hour trial thing is rad. Yes. And then if you do decide to buy it, you get 10% off. Yeah. So, like, I know, I, I know uh, Battlefront had that. Uh, Battlefront 2, so Battlefront 2 had that, sorry. Um, uh, what's the other one that was really... Mass Effect Andromeda had that as well. So people sort of gave that 10 hours and went, nah. But that, that 30 bucks a year, if you, buy, if you buy a couple of games through EA Access, you've made your money back, mm. really. Like with the dis- 10% discount they give you. Or, or even for 30 bucks, if, presuming that's American, 
I'd assume so. Yeah, so say 45 for us. Mm. Uh, even then, like, if you play through three games, you've m- easily made your money back. Yeah. No, it's a good service. Although I am wary about just having another subscription. Yeah. Even though it's $30, $40 a year. Still just another. Well, that's the thing. I am starting to get to that point I, I culled a lot of mine. Because um, I, I had uh, Netflix, Spotify, WoW, mm-hmm. uh, Game Pass, Live Gold, PlayStation. And it's just like, this just... Fuck, cut well, this back, man. So, so I've got Netflix, uh, and so so my my dad uses my Netflix, so he plays pays for our stand, so that's the share. So he, you know, vice versa. Mm-hmm. I have Spotify for me because I use it at work, so I play it all day. I don't want to fucking ads all day. PSN I play once yearly, mm-hmm. like it's a yearly renewal, but it's cheaper that way, so I do it that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've cancelled my Xbox Gold mm. because I never use my Xbox, so what's the point? Um, but like it's one of those things, like you know, I'm, when the Disney one comes out, I'm intrigued in that one a little yeah. bit. You know, it's. WWE Network. Oh, WWE Network's a big one, but I use that fucking like every day, so it's yeah. a bit different. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not how much you use them, it's just they all add up. They do all add up, know? but so for me it comes down to that value of dollars, and yeah. like I don't think EA, or what the games EA are releasing, mm. are worth those dollars. So although I, I it, it's it cool, because it's been an Xbox exclusive for so long. Especially because I've found that EA, when there's big... You know, PlayStation that sells on their titles go fucking cheap. Yeah, like Battlefront Two, I think was like fifteen bucks mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. Still didn't buy it. No, I still didn't buy it. I was, but I was interested. Yeah, I was very tempted for a, a brief moment. Yeah. I'm still um, standing my unnecessary <coughs> ground on Battlefront Two. Okay. I could just enjoy it, but it's good now. Apparently, I'm sure it is. Um, but yeah, that's a service you can soon get if you want to. Number three, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint, a follow-up to Ghost Recon Wildlands, has been revealed. Breakpoint is set on the fictional archipelago of Aurora in the Pacific Ocean, set for release on October 4th for PC, Xbox One, and PS4. The game will follow on from Wildlands by allowing full four-player co-op across stealth, action-focused open world. It will also launch with an as-yet-unspecified PvP mode. New features include a class system, which you can swap through freely, loot in the open world, light survival elements, and prone camo, which is the ability, for example, to slather yourself in mud to avoid detection. Post-launch, the game will also add end-game raids. Breakpoint catches up with Wildlands team leader Nomad. Stranded on a fictional Pacific island, you'll be contending with the rogue ghost Cole D. Walker, played by the Punisher's John Bernthal, who was introduced to Wildlands last week. This game looks fucking rad. Man. I know. <laughs> it looks so good. Yeah, it looks really Did good. Did you watch the video on Yeah, man. You? I woke up on Friday, because Friday we had a lot of cool releases, so we, there was three videos of note that were released on Friday. Mm. There was Ghost Recon, mm-hmm. um, State of Play, mm-hmm. and then the Wild, and then, sorry, and then the Kratos uh, God Doco, of War yeah. documentary. Oh, very good. Very good. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, so good. So this, that morning when I woke up, I went, oh, oh yeah, Ghost Recon. Watch that one. Fuck! Then watch State of Play. I was like, fuck! Yeah. <laughs> and then the, that evening I watched, oh, it was good. But no, like, it's Did you a, watch that video I linked to you in the Messenger chat, though? No, this is a, because there's a gameplay one as well, which I haven't watched yet. Oh, uh, okay. The one I linked to you in the Messenger chat was a guy who was at Ubisoft headquarters. Yeah. And he kind of goes into detail, like, what are the survival elements and all that kind mm. of stuff. How, you know... Wait, lay it down. Lay me down the info. You, you do have... Um, you know, stamina, mm-hmm. food, uh, food and and thirst. Okay. No diseases. You're not going to get, like, malaria or some shit. Cool. But you can get injured. If you, like, roll down a hill, there's a chance you can break your leg, and which impacts your gameplay because you're much, okay. much slower. Um, you know, you can get hurt so bad that your vision's blurred from... Pain. Pain, I suppose. But they're... they're 
the d- devs have been pretty firm on we want this to be a part of the game and not something you have to grind for. Yeah. And the way they worded it also made it sound like you could probably turn some of those things off if you want to. Like you, I don't want to deal with. You go on. You can go on like a hard survival yeah, mode. Yeah, you go. Like, I don't want to deal with food and all that shit. Um, but you you do get like a portable camp to carry around, like a cooking fire and all that. You know? Awesome. So, for example, with this camp, it has a weird name. It starts with B. But anyway, like you like you with with your squad of friends, you're like, all right, we're gonna assault that fortress. But we want to do it at night time because it's stealthier. So you drop the camp. Everyone's cooking their food, cleaning the you know, getting ready, cleaning the guns and all that. But we're gonna wait till night time. So you, you know, you sit, you wait at the camp. You can skip time. You know, make it midnight. Like now we roll out, pack the camp up, and out we go. It seems very, very cool. Yeah, it makes me want to re-download Wildlands. Uh, one, one thing they wanted to stress very greatly was that vehicle controls have been greatly improved. Oh, good. They said greatly twice. Mm, greatly, so, greatly. Yeah, but there's 30 new vehicles that you can try um, because traversal is very, very important. Um, while the map seems big, as big, if not bigger, than Wildlands, it's also um, a bit more dense in content. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Not so much just kind of traveling around, but traveling around is much easier because of the type of vehicles they've added in. Um, yeah, it just looks and graphically it looks fucking cool. It, just, it looks now, cool. granted, the original tr- the trailer um, that was released as part of that video was CG rendered. Oh, yeah, no, but, yeah, I've but watched still looks great. Oh, you watched stuff, gameplay yeah. as well? It, it seems almost like they've in terms of like movement and stuff they've kind of fused Wildlands and Division together mm. um, just in the way the character was moving I, I was like this looks even Alex said because I was watching it with my son he's like this looks like the Division I'm like it does like, yeah, like it movement does. looks like the, which Division movement I think is very fucking like yeah. really really good um, it looks great uh, the the story is John Bernthal's character who's now in Wildlands so there is a, like, sort of a, pre- a prelude there's a prelude to- happening in Wildlands right now yeah. in a free content update I don't know how far you have to have been through the game to like access that but anyway he, he's part of the ghost squad but in between that or maybe at the end of that and Breakpoint he goes rogue and forms a clan called the Wolves mm-hmm. um, and the, the Aurora Archipelago the, the island that you're on is like the world's leading manufacturer of um, combat drones. Oh. Like all different kinds of like, obviously your normal drones, like BB-8 kind of drones like mm-hmm. that. And he's taking over all of that and you got to stop him because he could like take over the world or some shit. Or something. It looks good. It looks really, really good. I'm really excited. Yeah, no, I'm super keen. It kind of just... Ca- I, li- I like the one... What I like the most is it's not like, you know, and it's out... October. Summer 2020. Yeah. It's like, no, it's out in like four months. It's like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. This is what we need more of. Um, looks great. I'm very keen to jump into it. I'll, I'll maybe even buy the collector's edition. Oh, like, you're not going to change mine on division? Like, like, like this division? might be the one to break my yeah. collector's edition drought. Possibly. <laughs> okay, All right. Go. Next up, number four. John Wick is getting his own video game from game designer Mike Biffle. The game John Wick Hex is being developed by Good Shepherd Entertainment and is set to be, quote, a fast-paced action-oriented strategy game that makes you think and strike like John Wick. 
Continuing on another quote, created in close co uh, cooperation with the creative and stunt teams behind the film John Wick, Hex is a fight choreographed chess brought to, brought to life as a video game, capturing the series' signature gun fu style with expan uh, while expanding its story universe. Players must choose every action and attack they make while considering their immediate cost and consequences. Every move in John Wick Hex feels like a scene from the movies, and every fight contributes to your progress on the job and requires precise strategic thinking. In addition, John Wick Hex will feature an original story with Ian McShane and Lance Reddick will reprise their roles. No release date has been given for the game, but it will be released on Mac and PC via the Epic Games Store. This game looks cool. Have you seen anything on it? Uh, I got an email about it. And I read the email and that was about it. It looks like a seems to look be like a third person super hot style mm -hmm. gameplay because John Wick's very, you know. You know John Wick. Yes. Um, Third one so comes that, out that's the way. way they've kind of, I think they've made it work in game where it's like super hot, where you kind of select your actions and then kind of hit play. It's like... What is it like? Yeah, I'm totally in. Graphically, it's not very impressive. It's pretty standard indie game fair. Yeah, it looks... It definitely looks yeah, like... Like, yeah. you can go, that. well, that's John Wick because it looks like John Wick. Well, thankfully, Keanu Reeves has sort of made a very... Even though he's just a dude wearing a suit, there is just the the way he presents himself as mm. John Wick, that when you look at a guy in a suit with long hair and a beard, you're like, that's John Wick. Exactly. Like the Fortnite character called the Reaper. Oh, even kids, even the kids were like, that's John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, no, it, looks, it, it is only announced for PC at the moment, unfortunately, but I'm sure at some point it will make its way to consoles. Yeah, we'll hear, yeah, we'll hear more in some point. But John Wick 3 Parabellum, does come out this week. Sure does. Uh, 97% rating right now. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so our plan for next week is, so next weekend we've got, um, we've got the wrestling. We're off to Melbourne City Wrestling for the, the War That Settles the Score uh, event. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we're thinking, yeah, FTP in the morning, Jean Wick. Over lunch. Wrestling. Yeah. Big day. Big day. Big it's, day. It's going to be brilliant. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. I didn't realize it was so close. Actually, I thought it was. We like were talking weeks, about though. it, and you're like, "Yes, yeah, in a few weeks." And I looked it up. I'm like, "It's next week." <laughs> <laughs> a lot of good things this year. Like the middle of the year is actually kind of exciting. Well, yeah, like there's still not a whole lot for the end of the year. Oh, I mean, there's Outer Worlds and Ghost Recon currently. Now. Currently, yes. Like so, we're we're we're, we're about. Just shy of a month away from E3 at this point, mm. so I think well, this is where Actually, we're gonna this is where we're gonna start seeing some. Yeah, things. but so far we've got Outer Worlds, Borderlands Three, and Ghost Recon Breakpoint at least in from like August onwards. Yeah, that's plenty for me. Yeah, it's heaps because those three games are probably gonna take up a lot of my time. So that's that's fine, and and Classic Wow. Maybe mm. I won't play any of those games <laughs> depending when Classic Wow comes out. Top selling for the week ending 5th of May 2019, starting at number 10, Far Cry New Dawn, number 9, Red Dead 2, number 8, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, number 7, GTA 5, number 6, Sekiro, number 5, Division 2, number 4, Spider-Man, number 3, Fallout 76, number 2, Mortal Kombat 11, number 1, Days Gone. Apparently, in Japan... Days Gone in its first week outsold more numbers than God of War and Horizon. Wow! Mm. Apparently, it's the best. It was the best-selling game of the month in uh, UK. UK? Mm -hmm. And it's it's that and Mortal Kombat are very. Mm. Kind of, but it's an average game, though. It's an average game, <laughs> selling really well, and people <laughs> seem to like it. <laughs> Uh, just one quick bit. Uh, Atlas says Persona 5 Royal will not have shared saves with the original, but original Persona 5 players will get some sort of bonus. Well, you'd hope so, because you put like... Well, I know a good friend of the show, Dash, mm. just put like 500 hours into the Persona 5. Wow. I want to platinum it. I still do. 
because um, I was going to go back to it and do the new game plus mm-hmm. and just clean up the trophies. But I'm going to be playing it again with Royal. So I'll just wait for that. Yeah, but then you won't get the plat for five. I'm not going to platinum them both. Fuck that. Mm. I like it a lot, but not not that much. Yeah. I reckon there's a better, I there's a better chance you'll, you'll plat this one. Nah. Because most of the trophies I got from this one were just from completing the game. Oh, true. So true, true, true. That's it for the news, Ryan, as we have a chat to the players about the second State of Play. So State of Play returns this week, uh, this past Friday, with a 20-minute little video. Mm. Uh, sort of uh, the big the big selling point coming into this was like, hey, when it talked about medieval, and got a couple other things up our sleeves as mm. well. And there were rumours that Square Enix was going to be there, which they weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they did say up front this time not to expect like VR stuff and all of that. Yeah, no, at the, at the opening of the video, it says like like previously it was like there are some VR, here are some PS VR games we're excited about. Where well, this one was like, hey, here are some PS4 games we're excited about. Pretty much on the nose. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no like vagueness to it. It was pretty on point. This first one for PS4 is doubtful. So so what we'll <laughs> do is these are not in order of appearance. These are just in order of interest in the in the list. I suppose. Oh, is that how you want to do it? Well, I was just thinking go with the list of where that article says right. Then we'll just come back around yeah. the end and add to it. <laughs> All right. So they showed more on f- the Final Fantasy VII remake. I'll so just, it, finished, got, it finished the, the video yeah. with it. So yeah. I've got the IGN article up that has... Uh, I'm just going to read their blurbs. Uh, after a multi-year absence, Square Enix and PlayStation have re-revealed the long-anticipated Final Fantasy VII remake. It's been a long time since we saw anything of it, particularly since development moved internally to Square Enix. And while the teaser proved to be brief, Square Enix promises more <clears> to come about the remake in June. Which is E3. Graphically, incredible. Yeah, it looks great. Final Fantasy is always, since the PS1, always pushed graphic. The cutscenes, at the least. The cutscenes, yes. at least. In gameplay, it's pretty good. Like, back then, it was ahead. Now, gameplay is pretty standard. But cutscenes have always been mm. absolutely incredible. And it's funny, like, watching this trailer with the characters that we know, or I know, I'm like, this is how I remembered them looking on the PS1 in their blocky thing. I'm like, this is how I just pictured them looking anyway. <laughs> like, it's really weird. Yeah. It looks great. And, like, I want to be super keen for it. And I am, in a way, but I just, I'm not a fan of the change in combat. That's the big thing. They've, 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 gone changed, from... they've gone from turn-based yeah. to action, like Final Fantasy 15 and 13 to an extent, but more like what 15 is. And, that's actually what I like the least about 15 is the combat. And that's what stopped me from getting through it. I just like, I don't enjoy this. Mm. Um, whereas turn-based, you know, turn-based went away for a long time and really like Persona brought it back in a big way in making it interesting again. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the way you could combo your other, other teammates and the le- not just like, I'm going to do that and then I'll wait for the enemy to attack me and then I'm going to do Leo. I don't know. I don't know. I want to... I'm super keen for it and I really, really want to play through it. But I just... I just don't want to... Can I just skip the... Com- like, can you just <laughs> give me, like, a 15-hour cutscene of just the game? Well, wasn't there that thing with with 10? You can just go... Th- uh, 13, so you can go through the whole game for pressing X? I don't know. Like, you, you can just dodge all combat. You just, really? Yeah. I played 13 for, like, an hour and a half. I was like, this is fucking shit <laughs> <laughs> well I have that same stance about all Final Fantasy so I, I have zero zero fucks about Final Fantasy 7 Remake no, I admit 
Looks good though. It does look brilliant. Like I said, I can't question. Like I, said, I can't argue the fact that it looks brilliant. Mm. It's these games are just not for me, mm-hmm. and like that's, that's fine. Fair. No, that's, that's perfectly fair. fine. Uh, but I understand the understand if people love them. Cool. If it was Final Fantasy VIII, probably care a little bit more because I remember playing the demo like a boss on mm. PS One. I enjoyed that a lot. Remember when I played that and I finished like the first? I think I finished the first disc and yeah. I was like, "That's a good game." It's like insert disc two, and I was like. There's more. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, but but the, 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 there's just a different kind of strategy in turn-based combat than there mm. is in action. Like action is very reactive. You know, uh, uh, well, dodge here, dodge there. He's gonna hit here. Uh, uh. Whereas turn-based, you're thinking steps ahead. You know, you're playing chess. You're playing chess. Yeah, and you know, I just I like it. Look, the yeah, only like way the you'll get like me caring games. about a Final Fantasy remake is if it's Mystic Quest Legend, the old Super Nintendo game, redone. Yeah, give me that. Give me that. Because for the longest time, I didn't realize it was a Final Fantasy game. If you want, I can lend you my SNES and you can play it. I got a ROM of it somewhere. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. No, you can play it how it's meant to be played. <laughs> uh, the next was Medieval getting a release date. Medieval is coming just in time for Halloween this year. Sony announced the remake will Gross. be released on the Sorry, PS guys. exclusively on the PS4 on October 25th bing see this is one I'm like yeah yeah so like see once again I've never played Medieval in it's full mm. because I played it on the demo one disc oh. so the PS4 I think the same as me I yeah. remember playing it as a kid the but PS1 really getting into my it. PS1 came with the PS1 demo disc it had Tekken 3 Cooler World Gran Turismo I think I remember Cooler World and that was the ball Medieval one, yeah, yeah. That was incredible. Yeah. What an incredible puzzle game. <laughs> <laughs> I remember playing like this endlessly because I kept trying to push it every time. Like, unlike the others, it was I think it may have been a time demo. Yeah. So like I kept pushing, 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 pushing. Ah, push, 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 push. I see if I. And get. that is that demo disc is how I got so good at Eddie. Okay. Because like I only had two players, <laughs> two characters either uh, Eddie or Jiao or you, whatever her name is. Okay. Um, just all these remakes just don't do it for me like yeah. Crash I was excited for Crash and then I played I was like ah. mm. uh, Spyro uh, not saying I don't love these games because I do but all these remakes of them I'm, they're just not it's like it's the, in- the interesting thing yeah. for us is that well like yeah it's cool but there's a bunch of other cool games to play mm. but like this is like these guys these make Money. Oh, fucking earth they do. Like, like Crash Bandicoot made a bajillion dollars. Crash Team Racing will make a bajillion dollars and that comes out in June. All I want <clears throat> is Legend of Dragoon, man. Yeah. Legend of Dragoon was actually uh, produced by Shuhei. Mm. So I'm surprised it hasn't got any love. Like, Shuhei Yoshida made this fucking game. Come on. What you doing, Shuhei? Come on. <laughs> What killed that game was being marketed as the Final Fantasy killer and all that. They should have done that. No. It's like, here's a really good game. <laughs> just, just play it. Uh, say that though, look, I am very keen to check out Medieval. Uh, I did like, I did like, I do like Sir Dan. Um, and once again, it's a, it's a franchise that's been dead for a very long time. Mm. So I'm, I'm excited to see it come back. Fitting that he's a skeleton. Fitting. Mm. Very fitting. But you know, I, I like that the door now is seemingly wide open for them to yeah. pick franchises and go, okay, this one. Yeah. Like Turok. Give me some yeah. Turok. Give me some Dinosaurs. machine gun dinosaurs. Mm. Like, I, I understand there's also, I mean, I'd like new games. New games are cool. Yeah. But on top of that, old games are just cool too. Old games are why we enjoy new games. Correct. It wasn't for the it old reminds, games. It reminds you why you love mm. new games. Uh, they also, this is where Monster Hunter World Iceworm was announced. We don't need to talk about that. There's a new Predator game coming. 
Predator Hunting Grounds <clears throat> announced for 2020. Developer Iphonic. Iphonic? Ilphonic. Yeah. Iphonic. Three eyes is weird. Announced Predator Hunting Grounds and asymmet- asymmetrical multiplayer experience that will see one group of players in control of a fire team while another player will control the predator the fire team will have the power to put it will have to put its firepower to the test against predator and its stealthy tech based attacks so this is similar to um, Friday 13th Friday 13th Dead by Daylight Evolve the whole 4v1 yep. thing going not yeah more, more like Evolve I think because you're actively trying to hunt each other mm. in a way whereas uh, Friday Thirteenth is you're trying to escape, but I, I mean that but in terms of team v one, like eighties properties coming back as an yeah, asymmetrical yeah, game. Yeah, that too. Uh, so it's team v one, which you know, I really liked Evolve when it came out, but the lack of diverse gameplay was apparent pretty pretty quickly. And I do wonder how this will go in the same same. Yeah, uh, I think obviously pricing is going to be a big thing because Evolve was a full price game. Yeah, and. It was worth twenty bucks at launch. Yeah. If that, it's free to play now. Free well, to play now. I think. Supported. I think it's dying. Yeah. I think it's dead yeah. now. But Funnily my, enough, you can still like buy pre-owned copies at EB Games. And stuff. <laughs> it's like, ooh, you know, <laughs> servers unavailable. Sorry. Well, the only issue that like with those asymmetricals, like I know, for Evolve, no one wanted to play the monsters, mm. and that was the problem. But then to- it also became, if you were if you were against a monster who was a good player you had no chance. Mm. doesn't matter how good your fire team was. If the you were up against a good monster, you had 0% chance of winning. Mm. And that's just how it was. And then eventually the player base dwindled so much that every monster knew what they were doing. Well, saying that though, like that's how it's... The, the, the 1v of the 4 mm. like needs to be stronger. Like that's the point. Yeah. But you can't be monstering everyone. But yeah, it, d- it just became unfair, yeah. basically. I don't know how they're going to do this. They havenven't announced if there's like classes, you know, mm. you've because Evolve had, you know, the, the tracker and all that kind of stuff. Don't know. Oh, am I going to play it? No. No. But it's something. Yeah, yeah. the balancing would be interesting. I, I, I would like to keep an eye on it. Am I going to play I'll it? I'll definitely keep an eye on it. Um, and then last game, nice indie game, uh, River Bond. Riverbond's delightful voxel art dungeon crawler allows for four-player co-op and includes cameos from a number of indie game characters, including familiar faces from Shovel Knight, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, and Guacamelee, developed by Coco Cumber. Riverbond is coming to PS4 this summer. This looks cute. It is. And the characters, you know, the, there's the kid from Bastion. You know, because well, the second I saw Shovel Knight, uh, I was like, "Ooh, Josh's yeah. gonna buy this." Um, like the 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 bullet bullet things from Enter the Gungeon. You know, there's a lot of cameos and that in this game and it, it looks like I'll probably play it with my son yeah you know um, it looks like a fun probably $15 game and that's okay it's nice to have variance in these yeah. state of plays I, li- I like price yeah. changes you got, price I like yeah but you got uh, you got your cheap indie title you got your multiplayer what, what, title what's, under, what's underneath Riverbound there I can't forget that oh what's this away trailer Ah, uh, so there, there's another little game called Away. Oh, okay. A trailer called Away about animals in the wilderness. There you go. And the Days of Play limited edition PS4. They showcased a special edition PS4. The Days of Play edition will be available as part of the Days of Play PlayStation event, which kicks off in June. So the play- Around three. Yeah. <laughs> That's about the same time every year. So last year, they did release that Royal Blue PS4 with the gold uh, symbols on the top that's which, is one, which is the one that we've picked up we've that's got that that's one console. that Millie uses in the bedroom um, the trailer for this though so this is a steel design mm. so but the way the trailer was shown it was like 
the like the light refracting off it made it look all purple. I'm uh, like, oh my fuck, they have a purple console. It sounds like fingerprints though. Yeah. But then they come out and it's got this sort of steelish grey look. And it's very and it's, it's very plain, so it's yeah. just this nice solid grey with the symbols on the top in like a nice sort of lighter, lighter metal. Is it a prog? No, it's a slim. I dig it. I think it looks beautiful. Like it's simply it, there's something there is something stunning about its simplicity. But then why buy it? I have no idea. If, if it's so simple, what's the purpose of buying that one and replacing your current PS4? Because I'm a big old I'm a big old nerd for those them symbols. But will I buy it? No, I don't have that disposable income. No. Like I won't be buying that. However, friend of the show, Real Day Brown, on Instagram. He is a collector of said consoles. <laughs> hey, buddy. My son just comes and goes, excuse me, guys. What are you doing? Yes, buddy. What? Why are you talking PlayStation? It's because we thought we do. Why are you young? Did he say, why are you old? Yeah, probably. <laughs> My, yeah, That's James funny. has been, re- like, I don't know, he's, p- he's picked up guys presumably from daycare because like, okay all right come on guys blah, blah, blah. and because whenever he does something i was almost like excuse me buddy excuse me yeah so he's now picked up on excuse me so every conversation begins with excuse me doesn't give you any breather to be like yes he's like excuse me blah. He's <laughs> but learning. He's, but he, he's ma- his manners are impeccable. He's learning social intricacies for a two-year-old his manners are impeccable like he's saying mm. he's pleases his thank yous his excuse me's good lad except for farts he was <laughs> fart I do no, that. Yeah, I do that too. <laughs> I'm like 30. <laughs> I was playing well last night. I ripped a big one. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think of State of Play? Definitely better than the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, not only because of what they showed, but I think the first one obviously set expectations. Yeah. Um, but this one delivered pretty big stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, why? what would have coerced Square Enix to show the Final Fantasy VII remake here and not wait for E3 in like a month? Mm-hmm. Like why not? Why wouldn't they do? Because they've got their own presentation. They do. E3, they so. have it in the in the PlayStation time slot. So I don't know why. Why not just hold it? I guess they're generating hype for their own presentation. Maybe. Well, the, the end of the trail did say more coming in June. Yeah. So obviously yeah, they're, going, they're that, going to be like, looking at why not releasing just, some more info. But why not just have that big buzz at E3? Well, like, oh my god, I think, it's here! I think there's a reason behind that because out of all the conferences last year, Square Enix was by far the shittest. Yeah. Like I remember getting up at three in the morning to watch whatever, and like that was an absolute waste of my time. Like there was nothing here that was redeemable, yeah. and then by having them go, "Hey, please watch it this year, please." Yeah, it's desperation. Yeah, that's what comes down to. This is all we have. Mm. This is all we have. I agree with you that I, I, <laughs> even though I liked the first one, I think the expectations are on, on this were correct. Yeah, like, I think it exceeded expectations because they announced it and then three days later it was out, mm. and uh, they they said, you know, it's just PS4 stuff. Bye, bye, buddy. And they laid the groundwork for the stars. Like, it's medieval and something else. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much... Like, don't expect Square wonders. Square Enix is going to be there. Because it's this and this. That's it. Yeah. No, it was good. And I, th- I think I think they handled this correctly. And it, this is one of those things, if we see these every couple of months, hmm. fuck yeah. Well, like, it's only been perfect. a month since the last Yeah. One. So if they deliver 12 of these a year, bing, because this is awesome. It's like, mm. it's low at, low at expectations. It's dropping you... It's info that could have been a blog post, mm. but it it's, I'm glad that it isn't. And I think this one exceeded my expectations just because the first one set them so low to have yeah. like Monster Hunter and um, Final Fantasy I was like whoa I did not expect this mm. so 
that's good. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm very, very happy with it. Um, yes, although nothing, nothing aside apart from Medieval really caught my interest. Mm. It was fine. I, I enjoyed it. it. Makes me look forward to what the next ones are going to be. And in the same way, a direct does. Like, although the direct doesn't always interest me, I'm like, I wonder what the next one's going to be. Yeah. I wonder what that one's going to be. Are yeah. we going to get one for you know? I'm looking forward to getting hopefully dedicated ones like his last of us 2 yeah and it's got the release date in it and you know 20 minutes of info ghost of tashima like all their first party I stuff i think tashima would need one before ghost of us no it's just but an example speaking of this is a bit of info that uh we didn't pick up on but our good friend joel did mm-hmm. uh is that uh the date of the release of medieval was the alleged rumored date of the last of us 2 dropping <laughs> and there is no way they would compete those two so uh that original oh. october release date of last of us doesn't look like it's happening I never expected it to. Anyway, Me either. To be honest, would have been nice. Uh, before though. we before we jump, do but ju- I, 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 sorry. If Naughty Dog were like, we're releasing the last of us two in October. Medieval moves. Medieval can just fuck off somewhere else. Yeah, we're not- releasing it when we want to release it. Correct. They, I don't think they want Days Gone and Last of Us in the same year. No, really. No. But you know. Uh, before we jump into the last part of the episode, let's talk about the uh, the raising Kratos Sony Santa Monica God of War documentary. It's fucking brilliant. About? It was good. I was, well, it's, it's. I think it's very important to talk about, mostly because a, there's very not nothing like this has been really done recently. Not recently, like, but you know they, they did the Last the, of Us. Yeah, The Last of Us and Uncharted Four had these little docos about twenty minutes. The Last of Us one was like three hours. Was it, it was a really? three part thing. Oh, okay, I remember that yeah. one. Um, I must have seen <laughs> the first one. But like, this is two hours of front from the from the the Corey Barlog in putting through the initial thoughts of God of War through to release. Mm. And holy shit, was it brilliant. Yeah. And it, it's, it was good to see, like, and it was kind of unfiltered as well. Mm. Like, you know, we fucked up. Shuhei didn't say a word when yeah, he Yeah, Shuhei turned up, hated it. And hated it and left. What's wrong with your chair? Oh, my hat brim keeps getting caught oh. on it, so I just um, it back. No, yeah, but you saw the negatives of game development especially the toll it was taken like where, uh, you see at the start you're like wow Corey looks so young mm. and then a couple of years later he's like Ugh. but on top of that like they show, they were open about that we were working on this other game and this is what it was and they cool, showed some I concept thought. art and they're like and it didn't work I was looking at the concept I'm like this looks dope give me this yeah yeah yeah. give me this and speaking of that good. unfiltered discussion they talk, and some guys were like yeah I was fucking pissed because I I'd worked on the other God of Wars I didn't want to do God of War again I mm. wanted to do something new and I was really hoping this was going to be it it's cool to see the actual relationship between Christopher Judge and the kid name. No. no. Oh, no. The actor Atra- name? Atreus. Yeah, I can't recall. Um, they seem like real buddies. Yeah. And the, the kid actually seems just really cool. Like the, the thing, especially people that don't have kids, is like, especially that age, it's like, like, do as I say how I say it. And you can't be, get halfway through the product, project and go, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. Like the dedication it would take to get that kid to do it which he obviously wanted to he was having the time of his life by the looks of it um i like the part when he's like ah and i need more he's like really yeah be louder okay but what was it was interesting because it must be on the unfiltered they, they talked about you know the i the the sacrifice mm. that because the whole the whole story of god of war is about that sacrifice and second chances and renewal and all these sort of things. So they talk about dr- what was sacrificed during um, during the development of this game, and it's very implied that one of the leads, uh, she's like she got divorced because of it. 
mm. like you know the, the, the what this the stress and the demand on this on this position has had caused that just uh, wait for the news articles. You know? Yeah, game development causes divorce. Uh. Yeah, no, I think it's just, but like one, and on top of that, like the you know mentioned the woman that played Freya as well as having a divorce, unrelated but divorced that time, and you know it just use that. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, like because then Christopher Judge talked about how his time on Stargate, so he like he missed literally ten kids. years of the kids' lives, and yeah. so by having shared that connection with Kratos, he was able to deliver that such an exceptional performance. Mm. And um, when they they show the motion capture of the, doing the scene where they go and get the blades, and it's motion, it's not even the gameplay; it's a motion capture. Mm. I'm fucking crying on the couch. <laughs> I didn't get that far with that, but I understand. Because like that, like you said, this, like I said, there, there is a, there is an emotional connection with this game that I've not had with many other games in a very long time. Like mm. I am so connected to God of War as a franchise and specifically this game. Like this was perfect mm. for me. It gave me more info, gave me more understanding. It, it reminded me why I love, like I, I've never, I haven't forgotten why I love this game, but it reinforced why I loved this game. It did make me want to fire it up again. Yeah. I enjoyed seeing, um, the tension of like the first E3 reveal. Yeah. Everyone's like, is anyone even going to fucking want to play this? Cause we've changed it so drastically, you know, and it's good to see that thought process. My favorite clip is when Corey, Towards the end, he has a face cam and he opens up Metacritic yep. to check the scores. He's there when he was in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's not a word. You could you could see it. Um, and close the feed. I was like, that's nice. You know, all because yeah, the whole documentary was leading to that point of just metacritic just what do people think yeah after all this time and then seeing that all validated they, they did show all the articles like kratos needs to go this you know mm. god of war needs to end and like all why these kratos sort of needs to die yeah and, uh, yeah that's good i enjoyed it a lot i hope i hope they do more it was kind of exceptional i think it's absolutely amazing and i yeah i think i think because for many people it was their game of year last year i think i'm not the only one that had that sort of connection with the game and i think um, the best one they could do really would be for sony bend to be honest Mm. Because because this is Days Gone was such a big project for them and their first ever since mainline console since yeah, the PS2, yeah. just really good just to see you know the doubt they obviously I think would have had and you know or even to their you, reaction to how it's being received that would be that'd be even better again so like although the ending of the God of War documentary is a uh, positive because it's like cool it, it it was well received it ended well everyone was super super happy with it mm. like what if it what if it wasn't go the other way. Um, but I also think the difference is as well is that at Santa Monica we have Corey as some like the face the fa- the figurehead of the studio. Everyone knows Corey Barlog. Yeah. Whereas I don't think Bend has that kind of. Well, they character. do, but not to the extent of yeah. Corey. Like they've got uh, you've got, got like, like Neil Jeff Jackman and Eric and Naughty and Dog. You know, you've got yeah. people that you can latch onto and go, well, they are the face of that company. I care about them. They seem cool. I've seen them speak. Whereas Bend just doesn't have that relationship on that level yeah in my opinion yeah and uh, yeah i think i think the figurehead is incredibly important it's mm. someone that we can connect to mm. emotionally mm. um which we did obviously you know Corey was struggling at times you know you see him, his wife and his kid on set just because he never gets to see them otherwise yeah. and, you know, it was good i liked it a lot it's very very good. very good well worth the two hours i didn't expect to watch the whole thing that night because i didn't start it till like 10 o'clock i think you were watching at the same time yeah well you're i think you're about five minutes ahead of me yeah um yeah, I didn't expect to finish it because yeah. I was feeling pretty shit. But I yeah, I was I was on the couch lying, just like yeah, doing the, the whole too. like. 
Because yeah. like I, like I said, my wife's sick, James is sick, uh, and I, I think I'm right on that cusp. So mm. being in this room with you oh, may, may push me over the yeah. line. No, you're dead. Which is fine. Yeah. Like uh, I, I'm due Days for days off it. work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm due for the sickness. It's been a while. Um, I, don't, I don't imagine I'm going to uni tomorrow. Yeah. But my favorite part of the documentary before we jump into the news bit was when uh, they showed the <laughs> the the ADR when it was like, oh, can you go get the lambsbane? Lambsbane, I ain't gonna, I ain't I'm the no fucking dead. god I'm the of fucking war. god of war. <laughs> and she's like, please died. keep, please I keep that in there. <laughs> but look, god yeah, of war. No, it was funny, but you know, like the animated production, like that just cost us like four hours <laughs> <laughs> of time to like reset. <laughs> but the, uh, god of war came out like just over a year ago at this point. That was so long ago. But this is where we talk about games that are coming out this week. Before we do that, of course, you should let us know what you thought of State of Play. Comments below, Facebook, Discord. Links are all in the description below. Mm. New PlayStation games for May 14, 2019. Bartender VR Simulator, PSVR Digital. Pardon? This is meant to be very, very good. This sounds awesome. This is meant to be very... Yeah, very right, give, me, give me some of that. Bartender VR Simulator offers you a unique combination of simulator, bartending course, and incredible immersive VR game. Prove yourself and win the opportunity to train and work at the next location. Master more and more demanding drinks as you progress to new unique bars, all served in super realistic quality. That sounds fucking awesome. So you've got to make, you know, you, yeah. someone's like, give me a margarita, and you're like, okay, well, I need I Well, because like, I, I enjoy these sort of silly games. Like, I enjoyed uh, Cook, Serve, Delicious, mm. which is that idea. It's like, hey... The, I ever, want nachos with yeah. this, and you go. Uh, Did you ever play the drunken bar fight simulator? No, because it looked. Is it on PS? I don't know if it's on PS4. Yeah, bar fight VR or something. Is it? Yeah, yeah. it was janky, but I think that was part of why it was so funny. Yeah, like physics was all weird. You're yeah. not somebody and just kind of like limp into things. And yeah, they ragged off. Yeah, it's yeah. Just like their legs are going. Out <laughs> or you hit the next guy, you go flying out the window <laughs> yeah. just because. Um, this like this looks very good. Yeah, I might give it. I might check her out. Bubsy pours on fire. PS4 digital retail. For some reason, these games keep coming out. I remember I got Bubsy on the SNES. Mm. And I played it. I remember playing it for months and months as a kid. Like, incredible amount of time. And when I went back to it, I was like, this is atrocious. This is the worst game I've played in my life. <laughs> but just go, like, as a kid, when you don't know, and then you when go that's back all to it. Because you yeah. normally, these old SNES games, you fight, you hear the music, and you're like, oh, like the. And the Bubsy, the, Bubsy, the music hit, I was like, oh, I remember this music. Hit played, I was like, this is just trash. Like, this sucks Fuck so hard. Fuck this character. What is he? Is he a cat? Is he a fox? He's like... He's a cat fox. He's a dickhead. Castlevania Anniversary Collection, PS4 Digital. Very nice. So that, I think that includes pretty much a lot of them other than Symphony? Pretty much. Darkwood, PS4 Digital. It looks like a scary game. Devious Dungeon 2, PS4, PS Vita, Digital Crossby, Feudal Alloy, PS4, Digital, Figment, PS4, Digital, Guilty Gear, PS4, Digital, we're into the shit now, The Padre, La Padre. <laughs> PS4, Digital, A Plague Tale, Innocence, uh, PS4, Apparently Digital Plague Digital. Tale is dope, really? uh, uh, I don't know whether the review as it details have happened, but I've got a friend of mine who's reviewing it for a website, and he's, he's like, you should play it. And then I looked at the trailer, I'm like, my fucker, that thing's full of rat and mice. Like, I hate them. Hence the plague. So, no. Qua, Infernal Machines. Qua? Qua. Q-U-A-R. Qua. Do you ever listen to Gua? I love Gua. Yeah, that was good. That's just remind me of that. PSVR Digital. Rage 2, 
PS4 digital and retail. Rage 2 delivers a carnival of carnage where you can go anywhere, shoot anything, and explode everything. Ruthless and bloodthirsty gangs roam the open roads, and the tyrannical authorities seek to rule with an iron fist, dive headfirst into a dystopian world devoid of society, law, and order. Yup. Yeah. Comes out Tuesday. Tuesday, is it? Get real. We get excited. Oh. Sniper Elite V2 Remastered, PS4 Digital Retail, Undead Horde, PS4 Digital. Rage 2 is clearly the winner here. Oh, yeah. Although Bartender VR is coming through. So, they also released this week uh, Everybody's Golf VR. Oh, yes, I the did demo. see that. So, the full game comes out in June. I haven't, I'm, like, I'm going to jump on there and download it. Well, you may as well leave it plugged in for Bartender VR. Yeah. And, and then, like, Blood and Truth comes out in a couple of weeks. Cool. Any reason to get back on it, I suppose. That's true. Get yeah. the, any reason to get the dust off. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for Rage 2. Yeah, Rage should be sick. Having pl- like, yeah. Rage, I think I've talked about this before, but like, it's cool. It's used, like it's, you know, it's, it's claimed to be made by, you know, Avalanche and Id. Id just gave them Id tech. That's it. Like, that's only involvement. And like, they've just given like, hey, look, here's the gunplay of Doom. Because the gunplay is brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's fucking tight. It's heavy. It sounds amazing. And all the bright and colorfulness works mm-hmm. in this sort of like sandy post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. area. Fucking Behaves awesome. better than Far Cry New Dawn, I can tell you that much. Far Cry New Dawn was good, but I think Rage 2 may be better. It's not going to be Rage good. No. no. Anything else? No. That PlayStation conversation happened on a Monday morning, 9am Australian Standard Time on YouTube and 8am on iTunes, Spotify and other podcast services. There's so much phlegm. If you'd like to join us in future conversations, please join us on Facebook, Discord, comment below. If you're feeling generous, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash popculturists. Head over there, check out the tiers. There might be something there that interests you. If you support us on Patreon, you can watch us record this show live. Uh, and we, if you want to wear, show you the love podcast on your body, popcorn.com slash shop. We can buy shirts like this and other sort of shit with our logos on it. We ask for a Twitch, twitch.tv slash the pop culturist. As I mentioned before, this week we are doing the money in the bank WWE paper poo predictions using the power of WWE 2K19. Uh, speaking of wrestling, though, if you, if you want to have some wrestling chats, head over and download The Young and the Wrestlers. It's pretty sweet little podcast we do uh and we also do the same thing here in terms of if you're a patron supporter you can watch us record that one on thursday night that one a little bit more time restricted than what we do here it's like it's guaranteed every thursday night no question but here it kind of flexes on a saturday to sunday sure does but until next week i'm ryan betson i'm josh saunders and that was for the players we don't skip episodes we're not For the players, the Pop Culturist PlayStation Podcast is fan-supported at patreon.com slash thepopculturist. And we'd like to thank our Patreon producers and our Patreon founders for their kindness, their support, and their generosity. Our Patreon founders, Alpha Ferret, Craig O'Flaherty, David Chataway, Jesse Stevenson, and Jacob Garner. And our Patreon producers, Damien Holdies, Hakim NPC, Lee Winterchauvin, Paul James, Pure Mongrel, and Sean Levitt.